Hello and welcome to the Hey Mama podcast. Supporting women to make soul-centered and heart-driven decisions in motherhood. Going back to basics, changing our stories and trusting ourselves. I'm Emily. And I'm Annabelle. Hey Hey, Mama. Mama. Welcome to today's episode. Today we are chatting with Chantelle, a clinical naturopath who has a passion for women's health or more specifically mother's health. During her degree, she fell pregnant and became a mother in the last year of her study and her own struggles with postpartum experience then led her to studying Dr. Oscar. I can't say this word, so Chantelle, you're going to have to help me out. Sarah postpartum depletion cure. Mm-hmm. And this is what we are going to dive into today. So welcome, Chantelle. Thanks okay. for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to have this chat. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to learn how to say that word. <laughs> it would have been good if I learned that before we actually started, but there you go. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 good. Um, tell us a little bit about you. Let's start off by that. Tell us about you and your journey and, and you know, why you're doing what you're doing today. What led you there? Yeah, so um, starting off with my journey into alternative medicine I basically in my mid kind of 20s had um, a panic disorder and this led me to look into kind of alternative therapies because I didn't want to have the conventional route of antidepressants Um, this basically led me to living in a Buddhist monastery for a year and I did a lot of journeying into um, nervous system regulation and working in, with the mind because I started to understand that anxiety came from dysregulated nervous system and poor eating habits and lifestyle and it was like a whole spectrum of um, disorder rather than just taking a medication and feeling better for a little while. So I started to really look into like the root cause of my condition and it led me on a really big journey for uh, a lot of years. Um, so after kind of internal work and really started to look at myself I ended up in South America working with um, plant medicines alongside shamans and yeah getting really deep in that kind of realm Um, and then I came home after all of that and I didn't want to go back to my old job which was working on the mines as that was just a really big stressor for me and I didn't want to be a part of the same kind of like influences that I was a part of so I ended up studying naturopathy because this approach was just holistic. It was looked at lifestyle, diet, plants um, was a huge factor. Traditional herbal medicine is like one of the biggest factors of um, naturopathy, naturopathic treatments. So, yeah, it just really was that whole journey just led me to studying this degree. Um, in my last year, so four years into the degree, I ended up, um, falling pregnant and, um, (laughs) it was, it kind of threw threw me out completely. Um, I was literally about to just like endeavor in my last year of prac and clinic. And then, yeah, I ended up having to just like reduce all of my units and like, I still did some, but I really reduced it all and basically took two years off while I was going through um 
yeah, my pregnancy and post postpartum period. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like the background of everything. Um, so I think what led me to really be becoming passionate about postpartum was I got really blindsided by it. I was thrown out completely. Um, and from my years and years of all the um, nervous system regulation techniques that I was kind of going through in my meditations and yoga and everything, I was really, really blindsided by how dysregulated I felt during my postpartum experience and how I couldn't use the, like these tools weren't really working anymore. And I just felt like a completely different person. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like that, <laughs> that, 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 that's the reason why I became so passionate um, about really learning about what was happening to me. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That, and that's super interesting because of course, um, I've had, I like, I had a similar experience. I mean, looking back now, I can see how, you know, I had those anxious feelings and like, couldn't figure out how to regulate my nervous system either. However, I felt like I had the tools or I knew how to do that, but <laughs> you're kind of thrown into a whole new different experience. I mean, you've, oh, yes, you've got a baby, but your body's also sending you signals as well, right? Like it isn't just one thing. It's not like doing the breath work or doing the yoga. Like you were saying, there are so many different elements that go into creating a person, like a whole person that um, we, we don't know or we didn't know as much about getting into this journey that it can be a real blindside experience yeah totally and that was my personal experience of it um and I really realized that everything that I'd learned needed to be like utilized in that moment but I was very exhausted and not sleeping at all <laughs> um, and yeah. it all just kind of compiled over time until I had like kind of like a bit of a breakdown at about the four months mark in um in yeah the fourth trimester and I came across like the word matrescence like I didn't even know that word existed I didn't I hadn't heard of anything and um about it so understanding that like mothers go through a form of like adolescence and their hormonal structures completely change in order to you know become more connected to the child and have a bit of a more heightened nervous system for a period of time so that child can survive um, mm. is just like a huge way of understanding and then you kind of when you realize you're going through something like that you stop thinking that something's kind of wrong with you because that was like a very big story in the background um, and I have seen it in a lot of mothers since understanding that and like something softens within you because you're like oh like there's something there um, mm -hmm that actually yeah like like it's just there's something happening to you oh absolutely like I mean I think you're trying to look at yourself through the lens of who you've been and who like you used to be and the woman that you were and you're like but this isn't me this like I'm not being that person I'm not really understanding who I am anymore um but it's because you're going through this huge hormonal change and this huge evolution as a woman and a mother, like this matrescence that you speak of, 
like it's so real and it takes I think I read a quote yesterday like it can take years to fully embrace the mother um Mm. that we are and so therefore yeah you're having all of these changes and you need to really take those yeah surrender to that process and get the support to support you on the journey exactly what you said is is right so like we don't during pregnancy I feel especially as a first-time mum you really focus on the pregnancy itself and like Mm. making sure that like um everything's you know going right and like if you know you're going to all the testing and the doctor appointments and all that jazz and then um you focus on the birth itself and like wanting your birth to be a specific way some um yeah hiring doulas and all that kind of stuff and that's what I did personally I just kind of really focused on like the perfect birth that I wanted that didn't turn out that way and all of that and then the postnatal stuff you just think it's you know just going to become this really natural process of just becoming a mum and it's I've from what I've gathered and myself is that it's really rare for a mother to truly understand like a first time mum to really understand how depleting postpartum can be and if you don't have sufficient support um and like you know exactly what support is required you can really get depleted during this time really depleted for years afterwards yeah yeah well let's even just talk about that a little bit more and kind of go into it because some people may know nothing about this and um Mm -hmm. I feel like it'd be great to just start asking some questions you know and just basically starting with how do you even describe what postnatal depletion is like is there a way that you can sum that up so postnatal depletion is classified as a syndrome that Dr Oscar Saralak has has shown the population exists it actually is when a mother is getting depleted from her internal is unable to um kind of give the energy and the output that's required um to her baby to her partner to herself and the and it kind of goes in ebbs and flows of energy um it also can be shown up in like mood irregularities um hair loss um, the skin can go dry, like those kind of physical symptoms. Um, it is definitely a condition that should be talked about more and seen as something that needs attention. Um, it's completely preventable, which is super helpful to understand and know because I feel like when mothers are really in it, they don't, they can't see their way out of it. And I that is the part that I'm really passionate about is kind of getting mothers to understand that it's something that we can prevent and work on, give Mm. proper support to the mother in order to really um, like to really build back up her stores and her nutrients and give her the energy that's required during this period. Yeah. And like what I actually don't know very much about this, I must say. So this is like amazing for me to learn this while we're chatting, but, um, what my understanding is, and tell me if I'm wrong. So this happens from pregnancy because babies are obviously taking so much of our stores. And I think, I feel like there's things that I've heard where like, if babies need things, they'll literally take the minerals from our teeth and from, you know, other parts of us. Um, and then again, if you're then choosing to breastfeed and go down that path, again, it's the depletion because they're taking 
the whatever they need. So basically the baby comes first, right? They'll take from us and we will be the one that then gets depleted. Is that right? Yeah. So your body is designed to give that baby everything he or she needs to make it to full term. And that's often at our, at our expense because we, we are required to have more nutrients and more minerals and all that kind of stuff in pregnancy. But most of the time, because we are already at our capacity of um, stress, so like pre-baby, usually during pregnancy, you're working, you've got certain habits and behaviours that all of a sudden you believe have to change but sometimes don't get to. So you're already at a depleted state before, mo- like this can be an experience for some, it's like you're already at a depleted state before having that baby. Yeah. And then you have a baby and then everything kind of stops. You stop working and then you're in this bubble. But we have this belief that we can go back to what we were doing before plus having a baby. Sure. That really is the hardest part from, for especially first-time mums to understand is that like the reason why we're getting so depleted is because we're requesting too much from our body and we're not giving it the nutrients and like support that it needs in order for it to actually function at this level. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, like this is such a wake-up call for me because I've heard the term, like I know the things, but I totally have this. Like I absolutely have this. Like, and I, it definitely started in pregnancy. Like, and I'm just still like, I just don't feel like myself. Like I don't feel like my vibrant self. And I'm still like, I still breastfeed. Ollie's, you know, two years and something, something. So it's not like I breastfeed him very often, but I just haven't been able to feel like that person before. (laughs) So I need to come see you. But anyway, (laughs) it is a big wake-up call because we do just, like, go on the journey and just like, ah, it's just motherhood. Ah, we're just tired. Ah, we're just this. Ah, we're just that. got so much in our mind. But, like, our body's like, hey, like, I really want you to (laughs) to help me. Pay (laughs) attention. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And our attention totally goes on that child. For the first three years of its life, specifically, we really struggle to put attention anywhere else, even to our partners, friends. It just becomes, you know, this is about making sure that child survives. And the first three years are definitely the most um, connected part of that journey. But when it comes to the mother and that's why asking and requesting these things for the personality experience and understanding that the personality experience doesn't actually last the six weeks that we, we believe it actually lasts way longer than that. Um, like the postnatal depression is reported from one year from a child being one year old and above to five years. That's when postnatal depression is actually recorded because over the time they've been so depleted and then it results in postnatal depression because you haven't actually been providing yourself with any support. Mm. Yeah. And I imagine as well then it doesn't particularly help because you're saying some of us obviously start off already depleted unless you're doing a lot of like preconception stuff I imagine and all the baby prep, which is what I did with my third. But what I was going to say is, then you're just having more babies, right? So surely that's the murky things, you know, like you, and I know you were talking about like three years because I've, I have actually read that that three year gap is actually supposed to be uh, better for your body um, and also for attachment as well. But I'm guessing that's so that you can um, get your stores back basically so that you're in a better position 
to do all those things. Yeah. Yeah. And recovering. Like, I don't think a lot of people understand that you have to recover from pregnancy, not just the birth. You actually mm. have to recover from pregnancy because it, especially just the state of the world at the moment with like the soils being depleted. So minerals, you're not getting enough minerals. And that's one factor that really depletes a lot of our other um, stores of nutrients. And then that's when you were saying how like you've heard that they take it from your teeth and your bones and all that kind of stuff. And it's that's that's really why because we have to understand that our soils are completely depleted of a lot of nutrients and if you're not eating organic and all those other factors that come into it um yeah and like also if your body is full of toxins and you're not able to eliminate those toxins properly and that's just environmental toxins like you don't have to be like a smoker or anything like that it's just Mm. our environment contains those things so like a part of my preconception program is usually a detox um, before even considering getting pregnant is because otherwise we detox into our children. Yeah. Um, and that's like a major factor starting there. But like you said, preconception care is actually the, like if, the ultimate way. If you want to have the best postnatal experience is you do preconception care and you do a conscious, um, like a conscious way of conceiving by mm-hmm. making sure your nutrient stores are all up to date, like you are healthy, you're doing all those things that's going to be required of you even more so during pregnancy and postnatal. Yeah, I think that this is definitely something that, I mean, it's so important that I guess us as mothers that have already had children, you know, tell first time mothers or people that are wanting to start that journey. But I know that for me, definitely wanting to have another child and sort of has been trying for a bit but nothing really happening I've just definitely realized that my body's just like I really want some support and yeah um yeah it's just super super interesting and super important I think for us to um be really mindful of this and really like really look into it and really take this seriously and learn about this and speak to people like you Mm. Yeah. Well, I also think like um, I've kind of constructed in my mind the best support for a mother is when the mother understands this or like listens to something like this and kind of decides to look into the postnatal experience. They focus on potentially spending their money or towards their own therapies versus the materialistic things we think we need for having a baby because yeah. – you, you kind of always see these like Instagram photos of like photos of material things being like, I'm ready for you. And like, I feel like every mother <laughs> cringes yeah. because they're like, ah, like material, like our society has, so true. Deci- <laughs> has literally decided that you're ready for a baby because you have a, all the material things that you've pin interest yeah. kind of thing. And like, <laughs> then you walk out of the hospital and you like have no idea what this actually means and you don't actually use half the stuff that you've bought. Um, So if mothers could understand the, like how much this is important for not your own, not your own health, like it is your own health, but it is also for your baby's survival and to make sure that you stay regulated. So your baby then has a more regulated nervous system and you have the right nutrients. So you're feeding the nutrients into the breast milk while not depleting yourself um that that concept it doesn't exist at the moment fully it's getting there like because there's more conversations that are starting to happen around it but yeah it's 
like uh, I think that's why I became such an advocate for this is because I want to be one of those people that are having those conversations just like you guys are doing with um, like getting people on here to talk about this stuff. Mm. Yeah, and we learn something new week that we're like oh yeah it feels like it's always the perfect timing and it's always the right conversation and it's always like flows because we're like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, so maybe you did kind of talk a little bit about what some of those symptoms were but yeah even if you could just tell us a little bit more about what it might feel like. So somebody now listening might be like, do I have that? Is this something I need to go <laughs> and see Chantel for, you know? Yeah. Well, honestly, one of the things is like heightened, a heightened nervous system response, mm-hmm. like being in a constant state of worry. Visualize, you could visualise every doomsday thing that can happen to yourself, your child, your family member, like being in an anxious state but kind of out of, con- out of control ways. Like, you know, like, or it's been, ha- it's happening for a little bit too long. Um, mm. Irritability, Ooh. irritability, like continual up and down. It does, that's not matching kind of the situation. Um, extreme fatigue where you're really feeling like you can't get out of bed or you feel like, which I understand is, is kind of the, there's, there's definitely like, you know, the fourth trimester where you actually probably shouldn't get out of bed that much. And yeah. you, if you have, if you have all your supports in place, that's actually the ideal is that you're in bed with your baby getting kind of food done, cleaning done, all that um, jazz, which I'll go into, but um, you're feeling really touched out all the time, like just completely touched out all the time. And you really can't, you're not finding that time for your space for yourself um hair loss is a really which is like it's a common thing that they say if you breastfeed then you end up with hair loss but that's because your your mineral your minerals are depleted um dry skin's kind of like another factor because you know lack of hydration could be could be a part of that depletion um especially considering you need at least four liters a day if you're breastfeeding uh Mm -hmm. significant weight loss or even weight gain um, the up and down, just moods and moods and your nervous system response are probably the most key indicators for depression. It's like your red alarm, your red flag that you're not able to regulate yourself and you're feeling exhausted and you, you're feeling exhausted and you feel like you need support. Those are kind of your flags that are like those thoughts are real thoughts. And like that deplete, that, that feeling of being depleted is like is the feeling of postnatal depletion um mm. so mm. those, those yeah, are like definitely when you're like feeling like emotionally and physically depleted it's like yeah because you are yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because you are and like so <laughs> I've kind of looked at like there's like pillars of support that like a mother can organize while during pregnancy you can look at these things or like even if you are in it and you've got three babies and you know and you're like what is like those feelings of like what is wrong with me it's like there's nothing wrong with you but there's something that may be wrong that needs to be addressed within you um so I look at it like pillars of support and it's kind of like you can get therapeutic support so People think that their friends and family are going to be there during this period um, every day or like all the time. But most of the time, like me or like, you know, when you're around this like 30-year-old age, your friends are going to have kids too. They have their own world that's 
you know, when you call out for help, they probably need the same amount of help back. And it's like, and it is, you can definitely surround yourself with women, like with women that share that kind of like support service. But I think if you can paying for services to make you are, they are definitely going to be there, especially in those, especially in those, that first couple of months is going to be way more purposeful than like I was saying, like buying all the materialistic things. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, so we actually like, had I, our episode released today with, with um, Rochelle from Mother Me and hers is a postpartum meal delivery service and it's that kind of thing you're talking about, right, or having a postpartum doula. Yes, correct. So that was so like different therapies that I think are just like totally necessar- necessary for your, for the most optimal postpartum experience is one, a cleaner at least once a week if you if you can't like pay your mother-in-law <laughs> like mm-hmm. so a cleaner uh um a meal service or some kind of meal train that you've organized pre-organized yeah um other therapies is like your physical therapy because understanding that birth and pregnancy is going to throw your whole body out of alignment like chiro osteo those kind of things just for like support with your actual physical healing um and then a naturopath or like a nutrition to like help you establish treatment plans to keep you on track with your nutrients, your um, like lifestyle or like even just giving you like tips and things to like figure out how to do food prep and um, yeah. And just really looking at just, just having that extra support. So you don't really have to do the thinking, you know, it's kind of done for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely looking at therapies for help and postnatal doula is amazing because they come out and they really help you in like one of my packages because I understand that mothers can't really leave as you know we we think that we can just get back to like our usual life of just running around all over the place but um yeah part of like my postnatal mother support um packages like I will come out and do consults with you so like it's like a one initial and a couple of follow-ups and then I do a three-hour clean as well and I'll do it all mobile so I'll come and I'll actually, you know, be a support in your house and while we do these consults because it's really sometimes it's really hard to actually get out in those early months. Yes, yes, I love it. Yeah, so you did sort of, yeah, just touch on kind of what you offer but you are obviously this is your focus this is your passion this particular um thing supporting mothers especially with depletion so how do they reach you (laughs) (laughs) so right and um linkedin is kind of like my booking my booking area um and then you can also just do a free chat and we can like for mothers who are looking at the potential package Like I always encourage the free chat so we can kind of see what you're looking for. Um, But otherwise, do one-on-one consults. I have a herbal dispensary at my house, so I'm able to like make up tonics and herbs, which is really helpful. Um, Yeah, and like I'm just – I'm available online and I've got a home clinic. So, yeah, I'm really really excited to really start helping mothers with – all of this because I feel like it's it's really what the next generation actually needs is regulated parents and mothers and yeah 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 it's definitely nice to have that reminder that it's not something that's wrong 
with us if we're feeling these way. It's not normal or it shouldn't be normal, but it's something within us that we can get support with. So, yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, no, it definitely is definitely something that it's good to chat about because um, I do feel like there's an image that we're like mothers are trying to like uphold or like the idea that we can just do everything or that it's and it's breaking down slowly but Mm. I I do think the more that we talk about it and the more that we're vulnerable with our emotions and and like how things are really happening because we're becoming more and isolated with the way that we live and you know and we are searching for communities but not everyone has access to that so yeah, just using therapies is definitely one way to ensure your postpartum experience is as good as it can be. Yeah. Yeah, I love that so much. And I did just want to say, like, I know that, you know, as a mother, you some days are freaking thriving, like, and it, it feels so good and you're loving it and motherhood's just the best that you sometimes feel yeah. like, oh, well, now it's not like that. Like, can I share that? Like, you know, I thought that everything yeah. was good, but it's not anymore. Like I'm struggling. <laughs> and then yeah. just be able to have those spaces where we can be all of us and say it all and, yeah, get that support and services and therapies that we need for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Yay. definitely. Thank you so much, Chantel. It was amazing. You just shared so beautifully and um, with so much wisdom and I know how valuable this is going to be to all our listeners so really appreciate it yep no worries thank you so much for the chat thanks for listening to the hey mama podcast if you're enjoying the show please share with friends and follow our social media pages to keep up to date with the latest episodes we hope you're having a beautiful day mama